This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Tigers and 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast hosted by lead writer Christian Fowler where he brings you the latest interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and more in both football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Here is your host, Christian Fowler. What's up, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Off the Boards. I'm your host, Christian Fowler, and joining me today is Jonah Jordan, and we have some breaking news, a little surprise signing for Memphis on National Signing Day and that is three-star wide receiver Rock Taylor, number 440 overall player in the country. He is now Memphis's highest-rated commit and or signee. So Memphis gets their highest-rated guy on National Signing Day. Jonah, how big of an addition is this for Memphis? Oh, it's huge. I mean, it's huge for a team that continues to try and build up their skill positions. I mean, I know wide receiver was kind of – something they wanted to address coming into this class, and look who they got. I mean, Cameron Wright, in his own right, is a great player. And then they got Johnson after he decommitted from Arizona, and then now Rock Taylor. I mean, it's kind of been – they've been able to take advantage of the fact that uh, the coaching carousel has been spending a lot more than people anticipated, and now people filled up with transfers, and they they were able to take advantage. So before we give props to Ryan Silverfield and the staff on once again sneaking in and landing a great late addition, a, a big ad for the team, let's talk about Rock a little bit as a player. 6'2", 215, 220 pounds, uh, a bigger wide receiver, uh, not the fastest wide receiver in the world, typically wins with his size uh, and his range as a pass catcher. So don't expect him to come in and be a Calvin Austin and blow past everybody. He's more of a of a big-bodied receiver who know, who understands how to use his body very well, um, can can play out wide, can play in the slot. If you needed him at tight end, could play tight end. I know there are some sites that have him listed as a tight end. Um, there were rumors that you know when he was committed to Tennessee, they were going to try to use him at tight end or maybe even linebacker. They weren't sure where they were going to put him. So this is a guy where you can kind of bring him in and and plug him in multiple spots and see where he he fits best. But past two seasons uh, at Oxford High School in Oxford, Alabama, has went over 1,000 yards with 17 touchdowns, was a first-team All-State selection in Alabama 6A. So definitely a high-caliber player. There's a reason that he has offers from uh, Arkansas, Auburn, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Florida, Tennessee – uh, there was a reason that he has big-time SEC offers. And like you said, everyone fills up, and this is what happened. Teams like Memphis are able to sneak in last minute and say, look, we have an open scholarship. All these other SEC schools don't. So, you know, we give you the best opportunity to succeed now, so come play for us. And I'm sure they showed him d- some DeMonte Coxie film and maybe some <laughs> maybe some yeah. other guys' films, and, and they were able to, able to win him over. So huge addition. Uh, another big body wide receiver and it's it's funny to look at what they did last year with wide receiver and look at Kai Matthew and Markel Jones 
um, and some of these smaller, quicker guys. And in the 2021 class, they go with big-bodied pass catchers uh, that can win by boxing out defensive backs, and all and all three of them are over 6'1". Tyrese Johnson, 6'1", Rock Taylor, 6'2", and Cameron Wright, 6'4". So a lot of size in this receiver class for Memphis. Yeah, and it, it was something that they wanted to address coming into the season. It was, you look around the receiver room and you're like, man, there's really not anybody who's going to play except for maybe Javon Ivory, who's listed at 6'2", that, that's really a big guy. And it, it was the idea was, okay, we're going to go in and we're going to get one or two big guys. <laughs> and then it ended up just being like, okay, we, we they keep getting talent. They keep getting talent. And it's crazy to think about, like, it's just another guy. Another He's super highly rated. He's in the top 500. Um, I'm interested to see if that holds until he gets onto campus. But... I mean, he, people are going to look at his final list. I think he posted on Twitter. It was UAB, JSU, and Memphis. That's not an indication of him as a player just because he didn't come down. His situation wasn't great. I mean, Tennessee dropped him. His his high school coach talked about that at length, um, I think, on Monday but Monday or Tuesday. But it, it like he had a legitimate offer from Florida, Ole Miss, like Auburn. There was a lot of schools, Kansas. I mean, a lot of people wanted this kid at one point. It just the numbers didn't work out. And um, he kind of was a victim of COVID and coaching carousel. And unfortunately, it came down a national signing day for him. But Memphis was able to, to, you know, I mean, they got this done in what, Christian, two days? How long has he been decommitted from Tennessee? He decommitted on Tuesday. So they got it done in in a day or less than a day. Pretty much Tuesday night they got it done. So, And that's what I meant by giving giving Ryan Silverfield and this staff props because – when a situation like this happens, it's like they're always ready to make a move, and, and it's because they are. They're always prepared. They have eyes everywhere. And when a situation like this happens, they typically throw their name in and and see if it works. And more often than not, they're able to make a good case for why it makes sense. Same thing with Javon Nelson. Uh, you know, he, he had some highly rated offers, didn't have Memphis in his top five. Schools filled up, and he called back to the school that he had a really good relationship with from the beginning. So... Memphis always finds a way to be in there with guys um, that get turned away or, or or trying to go to schools that are full. And I know this situation with Rock Taylor got publicized a little bit more than normal. I think people yeah. may, may think this is an atypical thing that players get turned away the day before National Signing Day, but it happens more often than you may think. It typically just doesn't get publicized like this because – most coaches aren't willing to speak out on uh, speak out about it uh, because they don't want to uh, ruin relationships they have with colleges. But Rock Taylor's head coach at Oxford he High didn't School, care. he did not care, uh, and and I and I really respect that. You know, a, a head coach, a high school head coach who probably has relationships with with uh, college coaches all over the country because I think Oxford does put out some pretty good talent uh, down there in Alabama. And instead of saying, okay, I can't say anything because I don't want to ruin a relationship with this coach, he spoke out and, and had had Rock Taylor's back. So I really respect that because um, most coaches don't do it. Like I said, it's not, a, it's not a very typical thing for a high school coach to speak out on a situation like this because they don't want to ruin relationships. And at the end of the day, most of them uh, want a college job, so they they uh, protect those relationships at all costs. But his coach spoke out about it. Um, I believe he spoke to AL.com and to 247 Sports. I'm not 100% on that. He might have just spoken to uh, AL.com. 
but he gave some really good quotes on you know how it was a, a a bad situation for Rock because he's been committed to Tennessee since April of 2020, um, so ten months, almost a year now. And the day before yeah, national I mean, signing day, they they turned him away, and I think it was expected because Jeremy Pruitt didn't even let him sign in the uh, in the early signing period. I'm not sure if that was Rock's decision or if that was uh, the coaching staff's decision. So I'm not I'm not trying to speak to that because I'm not sure what what that plan was. Um, but to but to be turned away the day before national signing day is is uh it's got to be a tough pill to swallow. So, um, you know, good good for Rock to be able to make a decision quickly and and decide on what school to go to even after a bad situation. Yeah, I think it comes back to what you mentioned. It's it's relationships. I mean, what has Ryan Silverfield preached since he got to Memphis? For five years, it's been relationships, relationships, relationships. It's okay. This kid committed to the Vols 10 months ago, but had such a good relationship with him that we're able to get it done in a day. It's okay. Javon Nelson hasn't, didn't even really include Memphis in anything near the end, but the relationship there is so good. It's been built up for so many years that he knows it can be a good position, good option for him if everything doesn't work out. And I think that's been a big thing that's, big theme of this class is okay. X and Y didn't work, but we have relationships here, here, and here, and Memphis always comes out on top. And I, I think that that speaks to how well of a recruiting class or how well Ryan recruits, but also the kind of coaching staff he's put together. I mean, these guys get it. They buy into his philosophy, and it's a philosophy he's kind of cultivated over there that relationships matter. And I think this class is just proof of that. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, I haven't I haven't checked yet, Jonah. I'm kind of slacking on this. I haven't even checked Get it where together. I haven't even checked where Memphis is um, with the addition of Rock Taylor. So I'm gonna buy myself some time here by uh, pulling a Brooks Hansen and just talking as much as I possibly can until I can figure it out. Um, because this class, as you mentioned, is really really spectacular. Like, let's not make any bones about it. This is a uh, this is in in my opinion, the best class Memphis has ever landed. I know a lot of people will point to that 2017 class 2017. with Obina Eze. Um, but I think this class has more potential. And that class produced uh, some very, very good players. Don't get me wrong there. But I just, I, you know, I have a good relationship with a lot of these guys. I've talked to a lot of these guys. And it, and I feel like they they have a lot of guys that can come in and make an early impact. So I have bought myself enough time to figure out that this class is now at number 45 overall. They jumped Georgia Tech, and they are one spot under Virginia Tech. Uh, so that that's that's massive. They're still not number one in the conference. Cincinnati is sitting at 42 right now, which is an incredible – I mean, that just incredible yeah, class for American to, – to have, to have two classes in the top 45 in the American conference is, is pretty insane. So, you know – Having a top 45 class for Memphis is incredible. And like I said, I think it's the best class that they've ever had. Yeah, I mean, you go back and look at that 2017 class. They had 10 or 11 starters come out of there. But there were a few guys who I think outplayed their ranking a little bit. And there there were a lot of busts in that class. We don't talk about that. Like, there were a lot of guys that didn't end up working out that kind of uh, vaulted that class to being so highly rated or highly rated like it was. Um, but this class, like I think, I think I agree. I think it has so much potential at the top. Like <laughs> there are some guys already that are on campus that are like they're killing it already, and it's February. Um, they're really, really, really excited about 
just the sheer amount of talent that is here and the potential. And I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I, I think it's probably when it's all said and done, we're going to look back at this as one, it's the start of something big and two, it's going to be the best class we've seen. Yeah. And let's not forget the transfer. So I, I know we could get off on a tangent about that, but let's, <laughs> yeah. let's, av- let's avoid that for the day. Um, national signing day, head over to go tigers, two, four, com. We have you covered, on everything with obviously the podcast on rock articles on rock um we'll have articles throughout the day on players when they sign we have the national signing day headquarters keeping track of who has signed the day who signed in the early signing period what transfers are coming on campus so a lot of information on gotigers247.com and also memphis has a game against ucf tonight we have coverage on that uh, we'll have game coverage tonight. So all of your Memphis sports needs, head over to GoTigers247.com, and we have you covered. With that being said, that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers and 20 Off the Boards. If you enjoyed this interview, we would love for you to leave a comment and a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, please hop over to www.GoTigers247.com. Articles are uploaded daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for the VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever, and this time it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars, new season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.